You are listening to the Bible 126 podcast. I can confidently say that many of you here today are facing an enemy. When I say this statement, people automatically jump to a conclusion that an enemy is a human opposition. But an enemy is not always a person. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. The enemy is not necessarily a person. For some of you, it may present itself in the form of an illness. It may have haunted your family for years. You say your grandmother had it, your mother had it, and now you've accepted the fact that you're going to have it. And you sit there saying it runs in the family, when in reality, it's the enemy. It is the enemy attacking you and your family in every single generation, using the same strategy the same game plan and I am afraid to say some of you just let it happen it is time for it to stop today you must stop the enemy for others the enemy may present itself in your financial life you know that your financial goals are attainable and you have been trying for years but for one reason or another you haven't been able to achieve it. You may have a great job that pays well, but for some reason, you always find yourself behind on bills and struggling to keep up. Some of you may save a lot of money. Maybe you want to buy a new house or new car, but then something always comes up that sets you back and you find yourself at the square one again. And for many of us, if not all of us, the enemy you are facing is a sin. A sin you have been struggling with for years. And you have grown accustomed to it and have repeated it so much that you no longer feel the guilt once you commit it. And for others, the enemy may be a serious of unfortunate circumstances that always happen to you. And the world has lied to you and told you that you are just an unlucky individual. As children of God, we do not believe in luck because luck runs out. As a child of God, you are blessed and highly favored and the blessings of the Lord never run out. But some have gone your whole life experiencing an enemy of progress. In everything you do, it goes wrong. You take one step forward and the enemy of progress pulls you two steps back. I may not have stated the enemy that you are currently facing, but you know what battle you are in the middle of. And you may feel like you are losing the battle right now. And it looks like Everything is closing in on you. And hell is about to throw the finishing blow. 
But the God we serve do not leave us defenseless. He left us all with prayer. For some of you, the situation is so dark and dismal that even when you try to pray, no words come out. Are you currently in that situation? Or have you ever been in that situation? Church of Jesus Christ, I encourage you to pray on. You need to pray as if your life depends on it, because it does. A Christian that does not pray is a weak Christian. A Christian that does not pray is a vulnerable Christian. Living a prayerless life is living an exposed life. Any wind and wave can come along and blow you to and fro. Jesus said, men are always to pray and not faint. Are you about to faint? Jesus said, don't faint. Don't give up. Don't run. God said in Jeremiah 33:3, call unto me and I will answer you. Not Gabriel, not Michael, but God himself said, I will answer you. When you are at the edge of giving up, when you have run out of your own resources, mental resources, physical resources, emotional resources, when you have gone as far as you can go, that's just the beginning of God. He can do exceedingly above all that we can ask or think. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. The only thing that can change your situation is prayer. Jesus said in Matthew 6, 7, when you pray, not if you pray, but when. Prayer is not an option for the believer. Prayer is not a last resort when all else is failed. As a child of God, you are instructed to have a continual conversation with God. A three-worded Bible verse that will walk you through your Christian life in Thessalonians 5.17. Pray without ceasing. That means talk to your God constantly. Talk to Him throughout the day, first thing in the morning, last thing at night, when you are eating breakfast, when you are traveling to work, when you are on your lunch break, at work, at the gym, at home. There is no substitute for prayer. Don't ever stop praying. Don't ever stop calling upon the name of the Lord. You need to have an aggressive prayer life. Prayer goes further than you can go. Prayer transcends time, space, and matter. Prayer opens up the gates of heaven and shuts the gates of hell. In whatever situation you find yourself, pray, pray, pray. In whatever season in your life, pray. God wants to do a great and mighty things in your life. The Bible says, you have not because you ask not. The initiative lies with you. Do not be afraid in your situation. Yes, there is an enemy you are facing. Yes, there is an adversary who is the devil. But fear not because your Father in heaven is God and there is no one higher than him. With God, all things are possible. 
He can do above and beyond all that you can ask or think. Your God can do anything. Prayer is the foundation of your continual communion with God. How do you expect to have a relationship with God when you don't communicate with Him? Once you begin to have an intense prayer life, you realize that if you're sick, He is a doctor. If you're in trouble, He is a lawyer. If you are drowning, He is a lifeguard. If you are lost, He will save you. He will be with you in the fight. He will be with you in the water. Through the good times and the bad times, He will be with you. There's power in prayer. With prayer, you can walk through the very shadow of death because you know you have a relationship with God. And he said, uh, do not fret or be anxious about anything. Now, as we said, that's King James translation. First said, be careful for nothing. I quoted another translation that makes it more explicit. King James said, be careful for nothing. That sort of falls on deaf ears, doesn't it? Be careful for nothing. <laughs> we just don't talk that way today. But this other translation is much clearer. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. Anything. Praise God. Now, you know, when James said, be doers of the word, not hearers only, that means that's, that's the word. That's the word of God. Then do that. Do that. Somebody said, well, I can't. Yes, you can. God's not unjust. He's not going to ask you to do something you couldn't do. Looks to me like anybody would be glad not to fret. Looks to me like anybody would be glad not to be anxious, overly anxious. Looks to me like anybody would be glad not to have to worry. Amen? Well, what are you going to do about it then? In everything. How many things? Everything. By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. That again is an invitation for you to come with your needs, hallelujah, and bring them to the Lord. Can you say amen? The Bible invites us over and over to pray John 16, 23. And in that day, you will ask of me nothing. Truly, truly, I say to you, Whatever you ask, the Father in my name, He will give it you. Until now, you have not asked me for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive, so that your joy may be complete. You need to get to the point where you believe God's word wholeheartedly and say to yourself, if God said it, I believe it. Tell yourself, if God said it, I believe God is a God who hears the cries of his people. Have faith in God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can see more podcasts on anchor.fm forward slash Bible 126. Also, there is a feature there where you can sponsor or make a donation to this page. Thank you and stay tuned for more episodes.